welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Matthew 14, verses 34 through 15, verse 9. Jesus just walked on water with Peter and that whole episode that we covered yesterday. Here's what happens next. And when they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. And when the men of the place recognized him, they sent around to all the region and brought to him all who were sick and implored him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched it were made well. Not a lot of detail there, although... This does remind us of the woman who had the bleeding problem who just reached out and touched Jesus' cloak and was healed. This is another example of Jesus being very liberal with his healing powers and his miracles toward people who genuinely were in need and were coming to him as compared to his posture toward the Pharisees who were wanting to see a sign so that they could try to entrap him and eventually destroy him. Speaking of the Pharisees, let's go to chapter 15, verse 1. Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition? Tradition of the elders, for they do not wash their hands when they eat. <laughs> Sorry. He answered them, And why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and mother, and whoever reviles father and mother must surely die. But you say, If anyone tells his father or mother, What you would have gained from me is given to God, he need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So this situation that Jesus is calling out, they're trying to trap him, of course, and say that your disciples don't follow the traditions. They don't wash their hands before they eat. Of course, this isn't just about washing hands in the sense that we do it, but it's about spiritual cleanness and ceremonial cleanness in the Jewish tradition. So a little bit more significant, maybe, than us washing our hands before we eat the way that our mom told us to when we were little. Nevertheless, they're trying to accuse Jesus of not requiring his disciples to follow these man-made traditions. Jesus comes back at them and gives an example of how their tradition actually causes them to disobey the command of God. God says, honor your mother and father. But these guys say, if my mom and dad are in need, everything that would have been given to them has been given to God, so I don't need to honor my father. And Jesus recalls Isaiah the prophet who said that there would be people like this. They were prophesying about these Pharisees and their rejection and opposition of Jesus on the grounds of hypocritical claims of following traditions. It might seem like this is long ago and far away, but actually we've got this same struggle going on right around us every day. I would suggest that every one of us is more connected to some traditions related to Christianity than we should be. Every one of us has our preferences on matters that are not essential. I came up with a list just off the top of my head. This is not an exhaustive list and you could go a hundred different directions. But I remember debates that people had about worship music style. There's nothing in scripture that mandates a certain worship music style. Yet people on all sides of these worship style debates would pound the table and act like doing it the way I prefer is absolutely essential. You have to have an organ at worship. You can't have drums at worship. You have to say these certain words, these certain pieces of liturgy for it to be a legitimate worship service. None of that stuff's in scripture. Yet we hang on to this like a tradition as if it's as important to God as us viewing scripture 
scripture as authoritative or being clear about the gospel. We've got a lot of creeds and commentaries that people go to. These are man-made things. I'm not anti-creedal or anti-commentaries. I look at commentaries before I do the daily dose a lot of times to get some ideas. I'm not anti-study notes in your Bible, but these things are written by men and they need to be treated fundamentally different from things that come directly from God, namely scripture itself. There are a lot of peripheral theological issues that people get worked up about and they divide company with Christians over some relatively non-essential theological doctrine, like when exactly on the timeline Christ is going to return relative to the tribulation or how you have to get baptized. These aren't essential things. These are traditions that we need to let go of lest we communicate to the world that we think all this stuff is way, way important and diminish the importance that we should be placing on grace alone through faith alone and Christ alone as the only means for salvation. There are people who want to divide over what version of the Bible somebody uses. There are churches that won't fellowship with other churches because they use a certain version of the Bible that the others don't use. I'm the first to admit that there are better and worse translations in the English language of the Bible. And frankly, there are a few that I'm not going to spend a lot of time in. But if somebody views God's word as authoritative and inerrant, they happen to use a slightly different version than me, I'm going to fight that battle with them like it's a salvation issue? That's ridiculous. So we can point fingers at these Pharisees and how hypocritical they were with their false traditions and their self-righteousness. But I think the message for today is to be introspective and say, where am I holding on to traditions that are not important or mandated by scripture? Sound good? Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.